Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, February 3rd at 9 a.m. Eastern. So let's get after it. In the past few weeks, global markets have been overtaken by the coronavirus that broke out in China this month. Obviously, this is a serious health concern, and while the path it takes from here is very much an unknown, one thing we do know is that markets were not prepared for it. As we've been discussing for the past few weeks, equity markets have become so overbought and volatility so low, it was almost inevitable we would have a correction. The question was, what would cause it? It appears we may now have the answer. In addition to the obvious statement about overbought conditions and record low volatility, prices had become disconnected from the fundamentals over the past few months. More specifically, while there have been some signs of economic growth bottoming, those signals have been more of the soft variety. Things like surveys and confidence measures about the future, which are very linked to the stock market. Hard data, like actual orders and activity, have remained more elusive thus far. In short, markets have moved ahead of the fundamentals, which they often do. However, as we have shown in our research, the gap between the move in prices relative to the turn in the fundamentals had reached unprecedented levels recently. Second, while our economists have been calling for a recovery in the global economy this year, they believe it will be driven by non-U.S. regions, primarily emerging markets. With the economic impact from the coronavirus concentrated in Asia, markets are concerned. For now, our economists believe the recovery will be delayed, but not derailed. We think markets will remain choppy and volatile until it's clear the spread of the virus has peaked. This could take anywhere from weeks to months. Offsetting these concerns is the Federal Reserve and other central banks who have moved into overdrive with monetary policy over this past six months. Rarely have we witnessed such coordinated and aggressive policy change in the absence of a recession. As noted in our research and on this podcast, we think a good chunk of the equity rally over the last six months has been directly the result of these policies, in particular the recent balance sheet expansion by the Fed, the European Central Bank, and the Bank of Japan, which is now annualizing at well over $1 trillion. While the pace of expansion is expected to slow, it's not expected to slow materially until mid-April. So we are left with this tug-of-war between growth concerns and plentiful liquidity that's been in place since October. With asset prices and expectations now higher, we think further gains will be harder to come by, at least until the growth concerns subside and there is more evidence that the recovery has truly begun. At the same time, it's hard to see material downside to the S&P 500 with such powerful liquidity conditions in place. The bottom line is that the correction in equity prices that began a few weeks ago likely has more downside over the next month, but it will not amount to much for the high-quality S&P 500 index. More specifically, we see strong support at 3150 for the S&P, which is about 3% below current prices, not exactly the kind of correction to lose too much sleep over. Perhaps a more interesting thing to consider is that high-quality and defensively-oriented stocks continue to outperform. In fact, utilities are the best-performing sector year-to-date, a sector we remain overweight in the U.S. Our advice of sticking to large-cap quality with a defensive bias while avoiding cyclicals within equity portfolios has worked well, and we expect that to continue as the timing and pace of recovery remains uncertain. While a good buying opportunity is likely approaching, the more important part of that decision will be what to buy, which may be different than from what has worked. Tune in to our next Thoughts on the Market for how we see that opportunity developing. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.